All right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Remarketing Podcast. My name is Jerome Lewis. I am your host for today. The Remarketing Podcast is a podcast where we talk marketing tech and business marketing tech and business leadership. We talk about these topics for real estate agents, real estate investors, and entrepreneurs. The Remarketing Podcast has two purposes. Purpose number one to spotlight you, your business, your service, or your product in a way that provides value to you, including market exposure and content creation. That's for you, Gabriella. And number two, to educate and inform our audience and our listeners. All right, so I'm excited today. We have Gabriella Polito. Did I say that correctly? Perfect, perfect. All right, awesome. Gabriella is a creative and serial entrepreneur with more than 30 years building emblematic brands. She is a passionate believer of the power of brand with a strong purpose while doing good. She has assertively built brand strategies to scale businesses successfully for more than 400 brands, such as Amaranth, Shelton Academy, Insignio, Empress Polar, Mercantile, Nestle, among (laughs) others, and seeking partners with clients for for long-term growth. Proud mother of four and part of Endeavor.org Mentor Network. Gabriella, welcome to the show. Excited to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. I'm excited too. So so one of the things that's interesting about you is that you are, uh, you said you're an immigrant. Could you tell us a little bit about that, please, like from your perspective? So my my perspective is coming and having brought up in Latin America, coming into Uh the U.S., so I have like the best of both worlds coming in from enter, entertain or seeing things, the different angle, different uh, resources, utilization, basically, and the faster speed of, of, uh, of trying to figure out the way to grow. And then coming into the U.S., I've been here for the past five years. I went to the school in New York also. So I've, I've been around the U.S. for many years. But coming from that angle, from Latin America coming into the U.S. and figuring out what are the key things to scale companies and scale businesses and entrepreneurs, it brings me a breadth of, of angles or, or insights as to how to approach that uh, those type of problems. Awesome. I'm so, looking forward to our interview today, and I appreciate you sharing your time with us. Uh, when I was doing your intro, I stuttered a little bit because of the diff- the language barrier, and I want to get into that a little bit later. So, Sure, sure. No worries. You did great. Thank you. Thank you. I tried, but I know I uh-huh. messed up. So we're going to get straight into like the business questions. We have some business questions for you. We have personal questions. Then we have like our final final round, what we call the closing table. So that being said, the first question that I kind of have for you around business, entrepreneurship, leadership is in your field of expertise, what's a common myth that people perceive? So that uh, a brand is a logo and uh, show me and draw me something, draw me this. I need a logo for my company, for my business card or for my real estate development. And we perceive the brand as um, a big asset to scale companies. And uh, you must treat it as such. It's a, it's a property. It's something that it needs to be taken care of. It ha- needs to have a strategy. It needs to have a uh, consistency. And, and you win in, in a way of, of that being treated as, as, as an asset in your balance sheet. So coming to terms with that and, and, most likely some people come in and say, okay, why don't you draw me this little thing? It's like, it's not mm-hmm. this little thing. It's your 
your image, your your presentation, and not only presentation, the way you want your clients or your consumers to think about you. So that's a pretty good myth and a pretty common that I received that. And once they understand the value of it, they now turn into, okay, this needs to be taken care of a different way. Thank you. And you, you kind of defined it a little bit, but I want to, uh, I guess I want to simplify it even more. And I want to like gear it towards like the clients that we work with typically, which are like real estate agents, right? So a lot of times people are like, oh, I want to be with this brokerage. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And um, I call them like, there are people that get in our industry and they want to hide, right? They want to hide and say, I'm with this company. I'm with this. These companies have already built brands per se. So from your perspective, what I want to hear from you is, is it important for me or somebody like me as a real estate agent or a real estate investor, is it important for them to have a brand as well? Or should they stick to the company's brand? What's your perspective on that? My perspective is the relationship you have with your clients. Okay. So how is that important? That's important in your image. And how do you present you if it's you as a person? Because we're talking about brands. It could be a personal mm -hmm. brand, a company brand. It could be a nonprofit brand. So the way you present as a, as a broker or as a, as a developer is important. So if you have a sponsor or you have a company that's backing you up, if you're part of this team, everything needs to be taken care of. And you need to be super clear with your audience of your clients, where you're coming from. Um, in this business, uh, it can be a bit not obscure, but not not as transparent, maybe for some people, but for others, the ones that I see winning are the ones that are super straight. What are the odds? You don't have crystal balls and how is the market going to come up or down or the real estate properties in Florida are, well, in the whole U.S., but here in, in Florida, they're, they're like amazing. There's no inventory and you have to be straight, clear as to what it is that you're facing and what you know and what you don't know. At Scalto, we have like this value to be humbly confident. We understand what we know and we understand what we don't know when you get advice towards that. Thank you. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. And you, so you mentioned Scalto. Could you tell us a little more about Scalto, what it is, how it started? And yeah. just give us a little bit of history. So I am, I am, um, like you said, a serial entrepreneur, which mm -hmm. is fun. And in, in a way that I came out of, 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 of from my my background from management consulting and then went to branding agency. I created my own branding agency. I exited like pre-COVID, um, like March 1st, and then came COVID 2020. And then I launched, I decided that I needed to, to with the brand and communications perspective, help companies out more than just a branding agency. And so I created Scalto to help uh, companies scale alto in Spanish, so scale high or scale two. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, that's where it comes come from. So my my background is helping companies, and, and we have uh, real estate prop tech uh, companies that we, we we were helping now coming in from Germany, coming into the Miami um, arena, and help companies scale in in that sense so with a, a scaling mindset, with a the right mindset, um, and then having the right the right narrative, the storyline, and the branding, and then the experience. But the, if you over promise it's the worst case of all you have to pro what you promise you what you what you see is what you get that's what uh, we have in the back thank you i appreciate that and my next question for you is kind of because in my experience right some people have different experiences but in my experience us 
us real estate agents, we can be a little bit difficult, right? So my question for you is, what is the biggest challenge that you face when taking on a client such as myself or someone like from the real estate space? Well, I hear for you guys, it's really mm -hmm. hard work and being a real estate broker in mm -hmm. this time and any time because it's, it's time consuming and then you have the client is always right. But then again, the client is not always right. And then right. you have to deal with all these things at the very end. It's, it, 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 it's rewarding, but at the same time, you have to put a lot of effort the same way as, as we have. We have clients that they don't know what they don't know. And, um, and coming, this is like a black box because in real estate, you have a house, you have a, an apartment, you have a commercial properties, you have this. In my case, it's just creating the right strategy to see how eventually they would S-curve, they would grow and, and, and scale. So first leveling the field as to what the understanding, what they might get from us and what they don't. The second is clarity. And once they figure the aha moment, which I love in the case of, oh, this is, this is my growth opportunity. This is where we're heading. And when everybody's aligned and the communications aligned, it's amazing. That, that for me is the biggest reward ever when you see the client aligned towards one goal with a clear mindset and then the branding follows and, and pushes and drives the growth. And then you see companies coming from like zero market share to 81 market share for one of the cases that we dealt with in, in South America and coming from strong is they, they couldn't, they couldn't explain it. And uh, I said, yes, it's something that has the right strategy in place. So that's for our typical problems and, and is, which is good to have. It's like, they don't know what they don't know. So we start with that. And then, and the other thing is maybe they're too impatient that, that they want to have it now. And there's certain steps that you need to go through. And, uh, and the other thing is like, wow, then again, it's something that before in the, like in the eighties, when I started and, and even, in, and then I started my first company in 2000 and it, it was projects like this would take like nine months, 10 months, 12 months. And now they're taking three months. So they, the faster pace, the technology speaking in a lot of the slack that we had before and, uh, they want it for now. So now the, the patient size is working towards nine months is not even six months is not three months is that one in 10 in a week. It's like, no, you can't have it in a week. Nice. So we're, we're talking a lot about branding and you, you defined branding for us a little bit earlier, but what I would like to hear from you, your perspective is there, you have personal brands and do you have business brands? What is the difference between the two? And do you have a preference of one over the other? I think there's no difference between personal okay. and professional brand. I think um, if, uh, say, I don't know, Tony Robbins, for instance, mm -hmm. it's his personal brand, but it's a corporate. It's a corporate brand also. Okay. Um, and in a way, the way I treat my my clients and the way uh, it's you are in the game and people are trusting you because we were more into B two B. So service-based companies. And so the service is people and the people behind it. And how do you deal with the culture? How do you deal with it? So it's the value of, 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 of the top uh, of the executive team going into the, the rest of the team also. So you say, okay, the difference between personal and, and business, the essentials are the same. You need to have 
a strategy. You need to have, what are your motives? What's your essence? I don't know if you know Simon Sinek, but the, the, the essence and the why, why, what's your why? What's your company why? Is that aligned? Because people are going to know. People, it shows when your company, when you your values are not aligned with the values of your company. And so that for me, of course, the resources are different. Uh, you wouldn't use public advertising or any, you would use your Instagram or your Twitter account, personal level, and then you would use your company. But their channels are different, but the, in essence, the strategy should be in place. Okay, awesome. But in, in terms of, of, of Scalto, it goes beyond the brand. So it goes, it, it says, okay, you have a strategy, you have a brand, and then you need to communicate it accordingly. So all these three steps need to happen. Okay, so strategy, brand, and then communication of and then communicate and experience, yeah, and to have the experience of the brand. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So, from your perspective, I would like your expertise on: uh, Are there any popular brands that you would recommend someone model themselves after or their company? Well, they in this day and age, millennials and uh, the generations coming, they're much more into purpose-driven brands. Okay. So they're, they're brands that say are good for the environment or are good for the uh, communities. ESG, they're talking about a lot of, of uh, social and uh, environmental and social and government um, uh, work. Um, and in essence, brands that mimic that world and want to make a difference, I really love. So I usually use, uh, well, the typical is that the, 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 the cliche ones are Apple in terms of the market cap and how the okay. how, how that, and then you go and see what's the why of Apple. Okay. It's think different. It's think different as opposed to make amazing products, amazing design uh, products. Or, or and you go about it and you see what's happening in the crypto world or in the NFT we see. But then you go in, in your real in, in real estate, you see Compass trying to figure out a way mm -hmm. to revolutionize or or apply technology to the marketplace that's uh, that's crowded that might be mature uh, and might might to transform it. So bra brands that I like are the brands that have a purpose, brands that are making a difference and that are challenging um, the way things work with technology. Thank you. So the next question is. What's one lesson about branding that you have learned and that you think everyone else should know? About branding and communications is that you need to be consistent throughout and true to your message. Um, I don't know if you've read the book on Daunted, which is uh, about the, um, well, it's not in your in your area, maybe. It's, it's more on the, on the flavored water. So okay. that it's hint water, it's flavored water, and 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 she has this recently launched book. This it, it talks about why she was true to her brand, true to her values. One ingredient, and all natural ingredients within the, the all natural ingredients in the product. So she went over her ways to try to figure out the way that her water had all natural ingredients in it. So, and it, it takes a toll because sometimes you're like, oh, nobody's going to notice. And no, they, they notice. And I have entrepreneurs, which I mentor at Endeavor, which I mentioned. Um, and uh, I, I train them, I, I mentor them. It's like, okay, you say you want to be just one brand, just one ingredient. 
Okay, you have to stay stick to that. If not, you change your brand, but or change your essence. But because the customer eventually or your client eventually is going to know. Awesome. So if I were to come to you, I'm like all frantic. Oh my God, I'm trying to figure out my business. What do I do? I want to stay true to my purpose and my brain, but I want to change it. What would your advice be for me? So I would first get is where you are and okay. how, how, what is your business model? Mm-hmm. What are, what are your growth opportunities? Where do you mm-hmm. see that your value proposition sticks out? So it completely stands out, stands out with the competition in terms of what are the trends, what's happening? So start figuring out an abstract where you and how might you change to be three steps ahead as to where you should be going and those growth options. Then we say, okay, is your brand aligned to those growth options? If not, maybe say it's antiquated or it's um, you want to go high tech and it's super um infantile or, or it's 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 more I mean it's more diminished or it's not aligned with that or you want to say it's more addressable to to latin and you have uh, another type of word so the idea is to see how that alignment works and then get the right narrative gotcha. because if you have you don't have the right narrative doesn't it it's it, it, something stays stays in a book it doesn't uh, portray well Okay. And from, from your perspective, right. Um, I've heard different answers. Branding is simple. Branding is complicated. Some people have said it's right in between. What's your perspective? Is it simple? Is it complicated? Is there in between or none of those answers work? Um, well, I don't see it's complicated. I see it as fun. I love it. I'm, I'm really excited about when I see a problem, a challenge, when, a brand is like Amaranth, a brand was needed to change because it had to cut ties with the previous owners and, and have really cut ties. Or Insignio, um, it, it comes with a, a name. How do you generate a name that generates traction with, with, the customer, with their clients and their employees and all that? So it's a matter of approach. How do you approach it? How, how you systematically think of all the variables and put it together and say, okay, this is where the right space I should occupy and how consistent I'd be, I'll be in that space, how willingly I will be in that space. So if they say for you, Jeremy, no, I don't, I, I, I don't like to be in real estate out of, of commercial just, and, and, and I just like residential apartments. And they put you in commercial. It's like you're not going to do that job right. You're going to do what what's really works for you. And in my sense, it's easy, simple. I don't know. It just has to be done. Just has to be done. Just has to be done. I mean, get I like on. That get, yeah. No. I like that answer. It's, it's essential. It's important. Doesn't matter if it's complex. Doesn't matter if it's simple. It's important. Get it done. Start. Yes. Get it done. Start. And every every entrepreneur that comes and comes to me and come take it. What is your narrative? What is your brand? What is it doing? And go back and see your strategy. If it works, if it doesn't work. But uh, I do have a platform. I do have a methodology, proven methodology that I work with. But the idea is that get it done. Awesome. I appreciate that. And of the many, and I know this is hard, but I'm going to try to press you for an answer anyway. Of the many projects, customers you've, you've had, do you have a favorite success story? Do I have a favorite? It's like every, every, I'm a mother of four. So every 
every project that I have is like a baby. I try to figure out a, a, a way, but uh, yeah, the most exciting one has been the one that uh, I've got my team all together working for and really excited to see it happen. So it was a project in, in uh, here in Miami um, and uh, it was trying to, this Ameren project that I had coming in, it was a legacy brand it had to change the name, it had to change everything just because of uh, 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 reasons of, of, of whatever, government and, 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 and political reasons. It had to change. And I got my team working on the positioning, the name, the activation. And I came here and it's like, no, it has to be done in, I don't know, in a year. It got done in six months just because we put ourselves back together and working with the client and with the team um, together. So it was a great experience. Awesome. So the, the next question I have for you is what's the biggest challenge you face when you're bringing on like a new customer or a new client? Um, leveling expectations that we need to figure out what we can do, what we cannot do. So we're super focused, hyper focused on, on branding and communications. We don't do supply chain management. We don't do, I mean, other type of issues or legal compliance. We, we have partners doing that. So leveling them and, um, and for us trying to get, I don't know, try, try to hit the ground running in a way we do do a lot of work doing that. So. For us, the challenge is not um, bringing them on board. It's more uh, dealing with the, let's say, Jerome, impatience of uh, yeah, the, the impatience that I wanted. I want. I was signed Scout already, so I want it now. No, no, no. It takes it takes time. It needs to mature. Not time. It takes. I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Eight mo- Eight weeks or six weeks, depending on the timing. But it's, it's not, not for instant. one week. Yeah. No, because they're used to putting in, in like logo generator uh, apps that you put and then you have immediate logo generators. No, I'm, I'm not doing that. If you want, go ahead. But that I don't recommend that. Awesome. So the the next question I have for you, these are now we're going to get a little we're going to go personal for a little bit. Then we can go back. <laughs> so personal. What is something that people misunderstand about you most? About me that I'm too serious. Too serious. Oh, it's I like that serious. one. I get that one a lot. Serious. I like that. It's too serious. No, is that I, I really like to I, I really like to learn. So I I, okay. I I question, I figure and what they what they what they're doing. And maybe my face is serious. And the other thing is I don't have a poker face. Whatever whatever you you see is what you get. So I get that often. Oh nice. I like that. So we have some similarities there. Yeah. Next for you, I have, if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, let's make it business advice, right? What would it be? You know, I was watching one of the Oprah's. I don't know uh, what, I I listen to a lot of podcasts. So one Mm -hmm. of them was like, my name is Wes. That's not my mess. When you're thinking about something that is a problem and try to take it a problem, it's like, Think about well, think about my name is Wes. That's not my mess. <laughs> so don't, <take> it. <laughs> don't 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 get into trying to solve that one, Gabrielle. So just uh, that's that's a problem to be solved. And uh, so, listen to the person, 
and and figure that one out so that that's a, a good advice but the other advice is patience um it, it this shall also pass so figure out don't stress that much it's, it's it's not getting to it's not getting anywhere i know stress is a word that's very common in probably in all your podcasts but the idea of trying to stress less than uh, than i have done in the past Okay, awesome. So now we are what I like, because we're in real estate, what I like to call the closing table. And I have three uh -huh. questions at the closing table for you. Then I got some bonus okay. questions that I like to throw at my guests okay. to kind of knock okay. them off guard a little bit. But so the first question uh, that I have for you, what are three other podcasts you would recommend to the audience and why? So I like um, Dare to Lead, Brene Brown. Um, just because you see a perspective of, in terms of leadership, in terms of different angles, uh, if she really helped me a lot during the pandemic, um, in terms of social working, I like pivot from Scott Galloway and Kara Swisher, which they have, a uh, twice a week, I get like insights as what's happening and their criteria. So whether Elon Musk deserves or not to buy Twitter, yada, yada. So they, they go super great. And I also like how I built this from NPR. Okay. Um, and it's, it's, I like to see that or, or masters of scale from, and, and see things in, on a business perspective. And then I would go for meditative stories <laughs> to, to figure out ways to, to embrace meditation and, and, and figure out a way to meditate more. Awesome. And so let me see, should I ask this now or, okay. So I'm going to ask my, my stop questions, right? I'm going to try to stop you and you have to answer. The first question is how can someone bring immediate value to you and your business? Give me an idea. Give you an idea. Give me an idea. Me, it's one word or two words. I don't know how. What's a, is this a rapid fire? That rapid. It doesn't have to be rapid fire. I just genuinely want to know how someone, a stranger, or even myself, can bring you value. Like, what's something that you could really use right now in your business? Yeah, it could ideas be a client. It could be a book. It could be a reference. no ideas. Ideas in terms of what's coming. What from your if you would come in from real estate, what are your pain point pain points? So I'd okay. like to solve for that those pain points. I'd like to solve for like uh, companies trying to introduce new products or trying to go. Even a real estate group was calling me saying, "Okay, how can I differentiate?" Because it's really crowded market. So coming with a with a problem. And I will figure out if I can help you out in, in terms of, from my perspective, give you an advice. Awesome. So on, pain on, points, on and I, I could probably get some people have some conversations with you about those pain points for sure. So I'm going to see what I can do on that. And the next question Super. I have is very similar, but this time it's not immediate value. It's long-term value. So the question is, how can someone bring you learn? How can someone bring long-term value to you and your business? Obviously, in terms of, of of having not type of lead generation, but more mm -hmm. on having uh, relationships or, or longstanding relationships with uh, clients. So, for instance, if you refer somebody that you really trust, and I can okay. help you be better real estate broker, okay. and and that way, that would be amazing because it's a win-win. So, I, I'm not into the lead gen. If I would go for I don't know, something LinkedIn sales navigator and and get 
I don't know, 100,000, whatever, yeah. 100 leads there. I, don't, I know, leads. I want high quality referrals that I can help you be a better person. I, I want to help Jerome. And that that makes me happy. That That is part of, it's people that I know, trying to help them in terms of the way, the angle that I approach helping them in terms of branding and communications. Awesome, thank you. I appreciate that. So uh, did I stop you a little bit? No. No. <laughs> All right, yeah, so I got yeah. two more questions for you. And one question is, what's one question you wish I'd asked you and how would you have answered that question? Um, I, I don't know. The, the question is more as to why would they hire Scaldo? Okay. Why would they hire us? And, and in, my, in my sense is that you want trusted advisors or trusted uh, consultants that really understand and gets we we don't we're not a huge agency or a huge company we like to work directly with our clients and having said that how do we work we work one-on-one -on -one, but we do also work with a client work with the client not for the client so we work together in co-creation mode that's that's a big essence of ours and trying to solve for the long term, not trying to solve for immediate low regeneration, which I did once in my life, and I, I don't want to redo that again. I completely understand. And the final question that I have for you is uh -huh. where can listeners find out more about you online? So we have our website, which is scalto, S-C-A-L-T-O.com. And then we have, it's also, we're in Twitter and, and Instagram, and you can always meet, um, email me at Gabriella P at scalto.com. And, um, sooner we have another, we'll have another platform too soon to, too soon to tell. Awesome. Gabriella, I really appreciate you. Do you have any final closing statements before we close out? I super appreciate your time here. Um, I hear your pain points in terms of real estate. Um, you guys have amazing job and you guys are making a difference in this crazy market. And I hope for you guys that inventory comes up because you promise more, <laughs> more inventory and less, uh, but um, in, in another, in, in a case, I'm here to help. I would love to have uh, and figure out a way to, to help more of you and, 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 and try to generate growth options because they're out there and we we always there's always a way awesome gabriella i really appreciate you thank you so much and hope to have you back in the future and i would like to see you know some of your success stories maybe maybe we can do like some case studies and some examples of the different brands that you've done in the past so perfect thank super I really thank you so much stuff. i really thank appreciate you, so you absolutely all right thank you thank you